Hello and welcome to episode 150. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what episode It's been a shit do. morning for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the board's not working. Uh, what yeah. episode is it? One, it's 157. One, I should have just said 157. 157. It, hello and welcome to episode. <laughs> episode? Hep- oh, fuck. Yeah, we're doing episodes is... now. Oh my God, I think he's got some news, guys. <laughs> I got hepatitis. <laughs> I've got, I'm having a stroke. Hep A or B or C. Play the theme song. Jason Carlinrick, the podcast for Lissick. Something you won't want to miss. It's called How About This. Talk about anything. They might even have a sing. They do lots of number facts. All in different acts. They give out movie reviews. Sometimes you get to choose. They have a fighting their dungeon crawl. They have quite ball. Jason, Carl and Rick. The podcast fully sick. Something you won't want to miss. It's called How About This. How About This. Yeah, it's called How About This. I think we're, I mean, we're recording on a Wednesday morning, and I think yeah. clearly we should always record on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. It's Jason. It's throwing my rhythm out. I never talk to anyone on a Wednesday. Oh, well, well, full disclosure, Jason's been renovating his house. He's, he's full of paint fumes, he's and, high that's, on paint. And, and that's given him a headache, and then, and then he's trying to offset that with painkillers. He's a, he's a cocktail of pharmaceutical sort of inhibitions. And a little bit of lead poisoning as well. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I, I paint it with my tongue. That's how you do it these days. Yeah. It's ah, a great effect. Yeah. It's a dappled is effect. Is yeah. Nice. Yeah. And there's nothing else in nature that can do it as well, or in, in, the, in the man-made uh, world. Yeah. Yeah. You can't replicate a, a tongue effect. Tongue on wall. Tongue and. Um, but I do have some facts. Yes. A desire path is the worn track that multiple people mark on grass or other surfaces because it's the most easily navigated route between places. Nice. So you know how there's a the yep. footpath and yeah. then you can see the little track oh. where people have gone, nah. Yeah. Fuck desire path. And yeah. as soon as a few people do it, it yep. becomes a thing. They uh, should do city planning like that. Like in they should- Finland, Carl. Oh, oh, hello. Desire paths Fucking- made by footprints in snow in winter Finish. are used. To design purpose-built pathways. That is so good. Exactly as you're saying. So they wait until yeah, the snow because that's, that's when you can't see. Of course, where the path where people are is. trying to make you walk, you just walk where you want to walk. Yeah, and the people again go, well, this is this is the way to do it. But I guess someone has to be the leader in that and take those first steps. So you could like just fuck it. You could just like do a whirly whirly yeah. path, <laughs> and people go, well, that path's been worn. Let's just go that path. If nah, you if you, you walked it all day every day, yeah. you could create your own desire path because it would look like. Uh, yeah. Lots of people are doing it. Yeah. yeah. But I also think people are going to go, it's actually, it's because it's the quickest, it's the easiest and quickest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, I don't think you can manufacture easiest and quickest. Oh, you could just, like, maybe just slightly not the quickest. I, th- I think it's. <laughs> and you'd be just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, I think you can skew it, yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you definitely couldn't make it ridiculous. No. Because people just go, no, nah, I'm just cutting that corner. Yeah. yeah. People love to cut corners. So I, th- I think it's That's different true. to the effect where you can make people look at something. Mm. Like if everyone just starts looking up at the sky, then people will come along and start looking at it. That's different to people walking a ridiculously out of the way path. That's true. Yeah. They're two different whole psychological um, paradigms at work. I'd like think about a, that, Canberra. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to make a desire path in a hedge maze. I feel like it's something we could turn into a corporate workshop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> The desire path workshop. The desire path. Yeah. Uh, yes. Finding the quickest and easiest, easiest yes. path to a solution, guys. Oh, that's good. We just gave away a million dollars. <laughs> that's what this, po- I think that's what this podcast is. Yeah. People should just pay us for our ideas. That's what oh. Patreon's for. They should pay our Patreon yep. for all our awesome ideas. Get on board. Subscribe. And then people are going, you know what the quickest and easiest way is? Not subscribing to yeah. Patreon. And just listening. And taking, to your, yeah. taking your ideas, which you keep giving away for free. <laughs> That's our desire path, and we continue to walk it. Yes. In China. With no shoes or whole, holy shoes. If you hit someone with your car. Because <laughs> we've got no money. In China. Yeah. I thought you, it's because we're wearing Crocs. <laughs> in China. In China. In China. If you hit China. someone with your car. Car. You pay for their medical care. Killing oh. someone, however, is a one-time fine. For this reason, people have gone back to kill someone they accidentally hit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Because you're like, you accidentally hit someone, you're like, oh, no, that's a lifetime <sighs> of medical bills. Whoops, oh, oh, oh I'm in oh, reverse. Shit. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, they're dead. Oh, one-time fine. Oh, check how they are. Wow. You don't get done for manslaughter, you just get uh, you just I get feel like they, they need... Jesus. <laughs> that's gaming the system. Well, I feel like... 
that, yeah, they need to sort that out. Because yeah. I think I think the idea is if you accidentally hit someone, it's a one time and kill them, it's right. a one time fine. If you accidentally hit someone and injure them, then you've got to pay for the medical kit. Right. Yeah. So they they accidentally hit them and then try to make it look like ah, ah that <laughs> person died. Why is there blood on your your rear of your car? And why did they have- oh, I accidentally ran over the investigating <laughs> officer. Oh, no. Why does he have a hammer in the back of his head? Oh, I ran over the hammer oh, shop attendant. Yeah, no, you can't oh, answer your questions. Yeah. Oh, it's just someone <laughs> carnage through the city. Uh, yeah, I really think they need to work out those laws. That could, yeah. be, that could be a job for someone. Just, you know, you get a phone call. Oh, I've pinched someone. I'll be, like, I'll be right there. Yeah, that right is coming to bang. Uh, but it's, yeah. Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller has a patented hot tub with a jet specially angled for women's pleasure called Jill Jet. <laughs> that, that guy is just, he, he's gaming the system nonstop. Penn wow. is the Penn is the talker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you can't design something if you can't talk. Yeah. I guess you could just draw pictures. You actually. could, draw, you you could design talk. everything if you can't talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can do. You just can't Visual give language. feedback while it's being built easily. Uh, so Put I a take- jet. That's what. That's where that jet came from. They said, "Let's get a hot tub," and then Talky Pen just went and put a jet. <laughs> we need the dual jet. Yeah. Um, tech companies often test new products in New Zealand because they're an uh, an ethnically diverse, tech savvy, and English speaking nation, yet still relatively isolated. If a product is to flop there, news is unlikely to spread quickly to the rest of the world and damage the company's reputation. Shit, hey. So New, New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand's the Four testing front. ground. Did you just have a micro sleep? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just missed New Zealand. I heard the rest of the fact. I just didn't know where. I feel like I am racing through. Um, Do you know uh, what? It's probably a hangover from last week where it was like no fluff podcast. Yeah. yeah. She's like, bang. No, I, I, I feel like I'm not connected. I'm not connected to anyone. Okay. Should we take it's a moment? A, no, 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 no. And stare at each other. Let's, let's try this <laughs> I, podcast. I'm being serious. Let's, say, let's try this podcast in New Zealand first. We'll <laughs> yeah, launch right, it in New Zealand goes. first. I think we al- almost did basically launch this podcast in New Zealand first. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our audience was in New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not anymore. If you, if you took out our friends and family in Australia, it was it's just New just, Zealand. Well, it was just our friends and family in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it went gangbusters and the this army assembled. Yes. Uh, because it tested well. New Zealand. New it Zealand did. said, we like, we like what you're selling. This is all right. We, we like what you're cooking. The yep. aromas are nice. Mm. Uh, and so then we, we released it. Yeah. And it went wild. Well, we know, we know tech people who work in, uh, in Wellington. Yeah, they uh, stole uh, our ideas and yeah. now they're millionaires. <laughs> now they're all millionaires. Uh, that's probably why they like our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, listen, how about this? Pen and paper at the ready. Go. Because if you write it down, you can design it with ease. Yeah, you don't have to talk about it because some people can't talk. Yeah. All right, so let's just take a moment to stare into each other's eyes. Right. No, I realise what it is. What it's is not it? that I'm not connected. It's that I feel like the Jason's dulled on painkillers. And, <laughs> and so anytime... I've had Jason, two Panadol, guys. He's like half a second behind. It's if I had two, two, Panadol, yeah. two Panadol, I would be high as a fucking... I had guy. two Panadol at 8 o'clock this morning. It's 10 a.m. That was, that Jesus just Christ. Kicking, just kicking in, man. That's how I get stoned. <laughs> That's that's like middle aged. I had a headache yeah. and I took two Panadol. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, anytime I I'm like, if I'm hungover, I'm like, I should take Panadol. I go, oh no, I'm doing the podcast. I won't be able to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like now I'm worried that Jason's just going to peter out. And so I'm like, yeah. quick, quick, add more content. Quick. That's why I go like, anytime there's a pause, I'm like, the- oh, I'll fix shit. it. Oh, quick, add I'll something. fix it. I'll fix it. Yeah. So I'm overcompensating. You are, and you're going too quick, and I missed the first part because I'm stuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's so stoned right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> U.S. Air Force. Yeah, no. Nice. Is that the U.S.? Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. from the United States. Okay. That stands for. Okay, cool. United States of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> the North and the South. The U.S. Air Force learned that by flying its C-17s, that must be a type of plane guy. I'm yeah. guessing it is. They sound like bombers. Yeah. Or it could be a tooth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they would have spent a lot of money to uh, to come up with flying teeth. Yeah, whereas yeah. Still, they wouldn't. They would I'm have pretty sure uh, the technology heard my for go... flying jets is already there. Well, they um, could fly those teeth into like enemies' yeah. mouths and then explode and then... them. <laughs> I've just googled it. It's jets. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure I've heard my dentist say your C17 needs work. That's yeah. all. <laughs> I think that's your chiropractor. Yeah. Ah, okay. What's your chiropractor doing in your mouth? Though? That's the good. <laughs> And why is he giving his opinion on your jet collection? I just, I just, I, I'm quite drunk right now. Well. Okay, right, cool. That. Carl's heard. Good that's morning. always that's always good for the podcast. Wednesday morning's my drunk day. Okay, as long as you're in your sweet spot. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> um, 
Air, US Air Force learned that by flying at C-17s in a large V formation similar to geese, mm-hmm. they save more than 10% on fuel, or, uh, which equates to millions of dollars. Oh, wow. So they went, well, geese fly like that. Yeah. What if we flew like that? And they went, holy shit. Wow. That's wow. why geese fly like that. Guess, Guess what, guys? My, my teeth kind of look like that too. <laughs> teeth? <laughs> I got a couple at the front and the rest go back. I'm saving millions of dollars on walking. And Ge- all your teeth are sharpened to a point as well, which looks like a V. Geary got geese teeth, baby. <laughs> what? The New Jersey Forest Fire Service can summon any person aged 18 to 50 in their jurisdiction to help fight a wildfire or for use of their property in assisting, and it is a crime to refuse. Wow. Really? Wow. I feel like that's going to cause trouble if someone... In gets, Jersey? Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a lot of wildfires in Jersey, though, is there? Isn't it's it like a, it's, it's a big built-up yeah. area, isn't it, New Jersey? Um, there yeah. has to be some. There, there must be... I mean... I, mean, I like, guess if, they can, if they've got the jurisdiction to do that, there must be. But maybe, well, maybe that's why they did it. They were like, we'll never need It'll this never power. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they just find nice houses that they want to have parties in. <laughs> and they're like, like, we need your house. <laughs> we need your house. Sorry about that. You can't come in here. You're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys. Party! <laughs> uh, I like to imagine that's exactly what's going on. Man. That's it. No, I just wanted to see if I didn't fill the gaps, if someone else would. Oh, well, I, well, the focus is on you. We're yeah, just waiting. Yeah, you just got your phone you in your hand. It was such a dramatic <laughs> made, pause. I was like, what's going to happen? But I made sure I wasn't looking at my phone. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> to see, just to see. Well, I thought you were trying in. to fart. No. <laughs> I was just fun. like, what's Rick going to do now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's exciting. The focus is on you. I've, I've got something ready, locked in. Oh, so have I. I've got stuff in the chamber ready to go. I just don't want to interrupt number facts. Yeah. You know how he gets, Carl. If you interrupt number facts. Shut up, you're interrupting him. Oh my god, <laughs> it's true. Passenger pigeons, what were once the most abundant bird in the world? John James Audubon, I don't know who that is or why he's the one who gets quoted in this fact. He once saw a flock that took three days to pass. Alexander Wilson, all these, why are these people anyway? I'm <laughs> why are they sure, famous? I'm sure they're prominent in the pigeon. Pass- yeah, in the pigeon, in the pigeon community. <laughs> hello, hello. I just saw a flock of pigeons in three days. Who do I speak to? <laughs> Alexander Wilson reckoned that a flock he saw contained. <laughs> They're just neighbours. Because it's a reckoned. <laughs> he reckoned. He reckoned. Guys, pi- I reckon. I reckon. There's a pigeon reckoning. He reckoned that a flock he saw contained 2 billion, 230 million, 272,000 individual birds. <laughs> He's a fu- One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> The bird was hunted to, hunted to its extinction by 1914. So the sky just used to be full of passenger just pigeons. With birds. Is that pigeons who can fly people around? I don't know. Maybe they swoop in and just grab you. They're all gone now. We can't, all, we can't we ask. Never we'll know. never know. But I feel like the world was once beset by a plague of passenger pigeons. I know. Though, it sounds the like... The likes of which we will never understand. I just that. feel like they're neighbours who hate each other and they're just trying to one-up each other. Well, I saw a flock. <laughs> well, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon I saw three days worth of pigeons flying overhead. Well, I counted three days of pigeons. I couldn't count because it blocked out the sun. <laughs> how, do, how do pigeons fly? Just in a flock. Maybe maybe our air force should fly a big passenger <laughs> pigeon flock. You you know what happened to the passenger pigeons? They went they, extinct. They went got wiped out. You want your air force to get wiped out? No, I don't. You got to fly them like geese. But if, if our air force got wiped out, we would save even more on fuel. That's true. Because we wouldn't have to put any fuel that in any true. planes. That we could save efficient. billions of dollars. Maybe on we could just train the geese. To drop the bombs. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a good idea. But how are you going to feed them geese? I once saw a billion geese. What? We could train the geese to eat the other geese and save on costs of fuel. What if, what if there were no bombs? What if there was peace on earth? We could start geese peace. Geese peace. <laughs> We're starting geese peace, baby. Geese peace. Let's start a Kickstarter for geese peace. Geese. Someone in New Zealand yes. already started it and raised a billion dollars, I reckon. But it didn't work, so we didn't hear about it. <laughs> I counted the money that person raised, and it was much money, I reckon. <laughs> that's, that's too much money for me to even fathom. Much money is it was so, much, so much money. It blocked out the sun for three days. <laughs> um, I'd, I've got one fact that I want to end on. Oh, 
But the e- I feel end like the episode on or end this session? No, no, just end this session right. on. We for no, for no reason. I just feel like that's a good end up. But All then, right. but then right. I feel like there was more, more so, through the list. Which is causing consternation. Uh. What, I mean, if I had any sort of forward planning, I would just write out the list because I just jump. You know, I just you skip through, you're scrolling with your yeah, thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're vetting on the go. But then I feel like maybe I just. I mean, there's the classic. I mean, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happens when you're just on the go. But it's good to hear my process. It is, or is it, Carl? I think Rick is stoned. <laughs> I think he is. I do. I'm drunk. I'm easily. You're affected. high on paint, and Rick's stoned on Panadol. Um. British researchers yes. found a 60-year-old woman who has been unable to recognise voices, not even her own daughters, <gasps> unless she sees the face of the person speaking. She has no idea who is talking to her. Wow. And then a university research uh, spent time researching her case and they found that she was able to recognise only one voice in the entire world and that voice Oh. Morgan Freeman <laughs> was Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> Hello, it's not, me, Sean Bannery. Not, not Sean Bannery. His brother, Sean Connery. <laughs> wow. I wonder, and I wonder how, why, why? I, I have no so idea. Many, it raises so many questions. Questions I will never have the answers to. It's such a distinctive voice. I mean, he does have a distinctive voice. Yeah, but I mean, so does that when? She, so what do all the other voices sound like to her? Do, all the sound like voices. Like, voices who's that? She's got, she doesn't oh, no know idea. who it is. Right. Going, that's just a voice. Everyone just sounds like a stranger. So there'd be yeah, variants like, oh, no, in the voice, but she yeah. just doesn't know who yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. They don't all sound exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, right. And she can't. She can never like categorize them. She can't yeah. go, well, I heard that voice and that belongs to this person, so yeah. I'll remember that. <gasps> Sean Connery! <laughs> but then she goes, nah, that nah, nah, is Sean Connery. Connery. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. But could you, I don't know, do you need to... Would they have to employ Sean Connery to tell her certain? I don't know, like if if she needed sort of specific stuff that could only yeah. be told by That's a why voice she re- recognised. She would. This is your husband. That's why he retired, just you. so he could go work with her He's as a, a carer. Oh, wow, but I guess crazy. Uh, most things you don't need any specific voice to tell you, do you? No. Maybe, but maybe they need to hire Sean Connery to tell her stuff that, like. Break bad news, like stuff that you want a familiar voice <laughs> to was, tell uh, you. It, it yeah. said unless she was looking at him. So yeah, basically, it's, it's just like having sign, yeah, a sign nice language. Places. Yeah. I yeah. wonder um, if if someone did a really good Sean Connery impersonation. If like, yeah. like, like, Sean like, like, like I can. Yeah, like you can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you want me to say, Sean Connery? I, I want you to say, um, hey, it's me, Sean Connery. Hey, it's me, Sean Connery. Could you break bad news? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, your yeah. your husband was in China on a holiday and got accidentally hit by someone. Yeah. And in order to Multiple avoid times. paying medical bills, they what were... What was the I mean, name? It's a long Did, bit, but I want to hear... Did have a name? Um, no, no. There's never okay. any names. Elizabeth. Unless it's, <laughs> unless it's passenger pigeon related. <laughs> Elizabeth. It's me, Sean Connery. <laughs> Your husband, oh, your husband. Per- I gave your permission. I gave your husband permission to die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sean Bainery. Oh, uh, your husband was just in Japan eating yeah. some sushi. Oh, that's unusual. I thought he was going to holiday in China. Oh no, uh, China. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you it's, drunk, Sean Connery? See, I'm, I had a couple of Panadol before. And I it's told you gone straight to my head. I told you never to get drunk before coming here, Sean Connery. You're the I'm only always, voice I recognise, and when you're so drunk... It I'm becomes... always drunk, Elizabeth. Your husband was in China. He was crossing the road. Yes. <laughs> I don't like the way this is heading, Sean Connery. Like, normally they get you here to break bad news, and yet you're laughing so much. Surely it can't be uh, bad news. Oh, no, it's just funny. He was wearing a chicken suit for some reason. <laughs> that is funny. And he was... I was thinking... Oh, no, I, I, did, I dared him. I said, I bet you can't wear a chicken suit in China. Made me think of that joke. That, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know, Sean Connery. So he could get run over by a car and, and, and maimed. Oh, I've never heard that joke. How does that relate to my specific circumstances? Oh, that's now? exactly what happened to your husband. My husband got hit by a car and he's been maimed in China. Yes. Oh, God, I must rush to his side. Oh, don't must bother. Why? Unless you're about... What's happened, Sean Connery? <laughs> Carl's turning pink. <laughs> Elizabeth, uh, he was murdered. What? By Ma- who? By the driver who got a, Why would he do such a thing? A slap on the wrist and a fine. But the driver got out of the car and slapped my husband on the wrist and killed him. Uh, no, the driver stayed in his car, reversed over your husband, giggled, 
reversed back forward. <laughs> oh, curse these draconian Chinese laws that encourage murder when only the simple call to the, the health services should suffice. Oh, curse you, China. I will not rest until the Chinese government pays for their crimes against me. Sean Connery, I need your help. I'm missing. <laughs> You've always been a, a, a blessing I'm and retired. a curse, Sean Connery. I'm retired. <laughs> Get out of my house, Sean Connery. I can't look at you. I can't look at you. I love you, Elizabeth. Can you not look at him and then tell if it's Sean Connery? Who said that? I, can't, I don't recognize that voice. <laughs> Whose voice is that? Good, good. I don't know who's speaking. Elizabeth. Is stra- Sean, there's a stranger in my house. Elizabeth, calm down. It's your new husband. What? Help me. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, that, I mean, that, that, I guess that's roughly how Cal- it plays out. Cal- Cal- how would Sean Connery actually sound doing it? <laughs> Uh, hello, Elizabeth. It's me, Sean Connery. I think I need You're to not drug. Sean Connery. That's not Sean Connery. Sean Connery was just here. He sounded exactly like Sean Connery. You sound like some abomination of Sean Connery. You look. You sound. You know who sound like someone who thinks they can do Sean Connery and can't. Get out of my house. You're in shock. Although your voice is attractive, and I am recently widowed. Elizabeth, I left my keys here. What's what? going on? Are you sure, Bandari? What are you doing? <laughs> Shit. Fucking <laughs> like pirate accent virus. <laughs> and that's the end of Random Facts, guys. That's the end. That would have been one of those impressive scenes where the lighting person would slowly bring the lights down. <laughs> Like five, yeah, five minutes before the end. You think okay. every impro scenes are a scene that they would say, "Do I?" You're like, "This scene's going nowhere. Kill it! Kill it! Kill it! Kill that scene!" And I'm like, "No, no. Let's see where it goes." <laughs> um, no way, hey guys, wait. you know where we're from? Where? Tigerland. <laughs> a fighting fury. We're from Tigerland, and ending with a yellow and black. Oh man, my tigers won the grand final. And I, I, I was invited to barbecues. I was invited by both of you to watch uh, in, 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 com- in company. In isolated peace. Uh, and uh, I couldn't do it. I, I, it had been a long time. Uh, now, we know that I broke the curse last week uh, of, uh, of tuning in and, and seeing the win. So <laughs> there was my- no curse. Carl, Carl <laughs> thinks there's no curse. There was a curse. <laughs> hmm. There was a curse. But these boys were stronger. Than the curse. And so I tuned in. Uh, I needed to be by myself. And because I didn't know how I was going to handle it, as the week grew on, I, I was feeling really anxious about the whole thing. Because mm. I've been a lifelong Tiger supporter. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and so as, as it got on, I was like, you know what? I have to be by myself. So my family went off to one of these said barbecues and, uh, and, and watched there in company. But I just didn't want any. Any person to be making jokes, like I think, nah. I, uh, uh, or, or anything, I just would have snapped. I would have had a really short fuse. And as it was, when the game started, I couldn't sit down. I had to move into the the family room and watch there because so I could pace around. <laughs> and the first time Richmond hit the lead, uh, which was uh, the second quarter, I think, um, I spontaneously burst into tears. Oh, this like guy. I just, I just, sports, I was sports. just like. I know, and I'm sports not feels. a massive sports guy, but I mean, I have followed the Tigers for my entire life, apart from a, a, a young Collingwood stint where my mum was what? like, you're, balli- you're barracking for Collingwood. And then when I was old enough, which was when I was seven or so, yeah, yeah. I just went, I don't want to barrack for Collingwood. I oh. picked my own team. And mum said, you can pick any team except Carlton or Essendon because <laughs> she was Collingwood. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. So I picked the Tigers. Did uh, you pick the Tigers because they were winning? Because that would have been bad. Yeah, that was yeah. back that in- Kevin Bartlett been, days. Yeah. And, and they won the grand final in 80 and then they were in the yeah. grand final in 82. I think, yeah. But they didn't win. They didn't win. And that was the last time they were in any kind of grand final. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so uh, it must have been around that time. It was right there. Yeah. 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 So could, I imagine because – I remember any... Kevin Bartlett. I remember watching Kevin Bartlett in games. Oh, and they won the 1980 so grand final yeah. by a large margin. Yeah, like yeah. They dominated. And people they. would have been thinking, well, this, this, mean, gonna, this yeah. team's going to dominate for a while. I mean, they'd already dominated. They just thought the dynasty – would continue yeah, forever, yeah. Uh, but it disappeared almost Crash immediately and yeah. uh, did not come back until this year. What's weird is they got rid of their coach who took them to that grand final. Yes. Like Tony Jewell, I think. Yep. And they, and they fucking fired him. They got rid of him. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. That happens uh, more than like Leicester City. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, had that miracle win and season, then halfway geez. through the next season sacked their coach. Bye-bye. After saying that he could, you know, he was basically yeah. going to be a life member, yeah. honorary 
coach forever. And hasn't that worked out well for him? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so the Tigers, the grand final was great. I didn't sit down. And then after halftime, they kind of shot away a little bit. The, the game was great. They smothered Adelaide um, uh, with with just just moving the ball. They were everywhere. I was, yeah, I was saying to you, because I spoke to you on the phone about it, um, I've never, I haven't seen a grand final, doesn't mean it hasn't been one, um, where – it was. It's not like they won. It's like they just neutralized the other team out of the completely out of the game yeah. and just won by default. Like yeah. it's just. I can't believe how much they just shut them down. I haven't seen a game like that. Like it was unbelievable. Uh, were, and so, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And They're, all their stuff about you know, like a lot of them got up and they were like, you know, we're not the most skillful team. We're not the best team. But you know, like they've got they've got they've got we just control the controllables. Yeah, we've got these things. They've got these things in their head that they are a team and they play together. Yeah. And you know, and it's really interesting that them and also Adelaide, who've gone through fucking hell over the yeah. last few years. Um, they're they're both huge clubs around vulnerability and telling each other, you know, telling each other yeah. their fears and just forming yeah. these fucking really They're, tight bonds. They are, I mean, full disclosure, I did go into both those clubs and oh, ran okay. my Desire Path workshop. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, because both of those clubs did struggle because they were trying to walk a defined path yeah. um, uh, that other clubs have set out. And I yeah. said, don't follow that path. Right. You've got to find your Desire Path. And so I covered their whole training track in snow. Nice. And I let them oh. train in the yeah. snow. And I said, look where you're running. Yeah. See where? This is where you want to run. Oh. Okay? It's right here. That's beautiful. And, um, and then, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I also oh. made them pudding. Oh, did you? Yeah. It, it was been... 80% proof. Oh, right. Yeah, they were drunk. Oh, like, oh, like, oh yeah, so it's like that, a Christmas pudding. Play drunk was my was full of brandy. the outcome. Yeah, always right. play drunk. I feel um, like you could do Desire Path workshops on the sand as well. Does it have to be the snow? Uh, yeah, it's got to be snow. Yeah. Um, sand? Oh, you're dealing because with the tide then. It, especially when it, with sport. Um, because when you're training in snow, you metab- you're burning more, uh, oh, your metabolism, right. you're, you're yeah. getting more bang for your buck. Because, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Good and sand, the desire path uh, often crumbles because, yeah. you know, sand is, is yeah, just variable sl- and the wind blows it. The wind yeah. doesn't blow the snow. No. The, foot- the footprints stay there much longer. Yeah. Right. Sand is transient. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want uh, the learnings from my workshop to be transient. But snow stick. is transient too, isn't it? it uh, comes to, to a much lesser extent. Okay. Not in some parts I, I mean, of the earth. Like some parts, it's, it's, it's constant all the time. Yeah, right. it's it's, it's never not snow. Yeah. Okay, it's always snow. Which is also the title of my um, autobiography. Autobiography, <laughs> never not snow. Never, never not, not snow. snow. Rick Brown, never not snow. Never oh, that's snow. that's the title of my biography too. Oh, it's and about mine is Rick Brown, never not snow. Oh, that's fuck. Yeah, okay. All right, you got in there first. Good on you. It's also the title of Kid Harrington's. It's never not snow. Um, so, yeah, so uh, in the final quarter, uh, people like Matthew Richardson, who's a commentator now, Benny yeah. Gale, who's now the president Richo, of Richmond, yeah. uh, uh, they, they were when I was like full on, full on into the Tigers, going to the games all Wayne, the times. Wayne Campbell. Cambo. Yeah, he was there. Um, Dave Wayne Jackson. Yeah. Dave Jackson. He looks exactly brother. like Dave Jackson. Yep. Shout out to Dave Jackson, long time listener. Uh, and uh, <laughs> in the last quarter, when Benny Gale started crying, I started crying. Like yeah. it was when he finally went, we've got this. Do you know what I found I was, funny about that? What's that? You were sending us photos of you crying. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I'm crying. I'm crying, guys. Look at my tears. I was connected. I just needed I know, to be I by know, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it was awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was great. It, it was one of the best. I mean, I love the Bulldogs winning and I think everyone did because they're yep. such underdogs and things like that. But that meant a lot because I know that you're a big Richmond supporter. My grandfather, my grandfather, my stepdad, he's old enough to be my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think of him as a grandfather. Yeah. He is, um, he's he was a father figure to your And mother. he trialed, I think he trialed with the Tigers back in the day because hey. he was like a gun footballer, but yeah. I just got like a horrific ankle injury or something. Like that. But Aww. mad for it. And then his son's a mad Tiger supporter and they took him to the game and he's like 83 now and this might be the last the, the last thing. And he's losing his mind and all that sort of stuff. So it was like fucking perfect. Like, so when I found out that he was there, I was like, I got really fucking nervous as well. Yeah. Yellow really and black. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we don't talk about sports that often on this, but it was a grand final. So suck it up, was- TJ Payne. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did stumble onto an effective way for me psychologically to get through the final series, yeah. um, which was betting very small bets on the teams that I didn't want to win. Right. Um, oh yeah! Have you done this before? This sounds not not really. Okay. I, uh, maybe it was a theory that you had. Yeah, yeah, and and it was perfect. Um, and because the way I thought of it, this was my mindset around it. I'm paying them say ten dollars to ensure that the team I want to win wins. Right. Ah, because and gonna, if yeah, right. 
And if for some reason they can't deliver on that, they're going to refund my money with a little extra. Yeah. With a, with a, with, with, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm paying them for the service of guaranteeing that the team I want to win wins. So, yeah. so if it was you know in the grand final, it's Richmond versus Adelaide. I'm going to give you $10 to guarantee that Richmond wins. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, give me my money back. Plus and, some, more. And, yeah. plus some more for pain and suffering. Yeah. That's good. I like and that. So I'm not thinking of it as like I'm betting on Adelaide to win. Yeah. I'm, betting, I'm thinking of it as a guarantee that Richmond will win. Okay. Otherwise, I get my money back plus extra. Yeah. Uh, and that was perfect. And, yeah. and so because – I'd never do it during the home and away season because yeah. I actually don't care that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's only during the final. So when Geelong was playing, I was like, um, uh, so when it started with Geelong Sydney because yeah. I was like, oh, I just don't want to get thumped by Sydney. So I was like, oh, what I'll do is just to make me feel better, I'll put the money on Sydney. So it was great. And then, I, and then uh, Geelong won. And Geelong won. Yeah. And I was absolutely stoked because yeah. I'm like, I paid $10 for Geelong to win. Yeah, I felt yeah. really, really good amount. Nice. Of that. <laughs> and then I paid for Geelong to beat um, Adelaide and they couldn't deliver on that. So yep. I got my money back plus a, plus a little extra. Yeah. Um, but most, most of the time, it was just me giving them $10 to guarantee that the team I wanted to win win. And I felt really good about That's that. It was, nice. it was bloody brilliant. I heard, um, a, I heard a story. Worry about something similar. Like if you're going to go see a neutral game, um, it was someone introducing someone to baseball or something like that, and they had no connection to the teams or anything like that. Right. So they went, they bet a hundred bucks on one team, and so then right. suddenly they had skin in the game, and there were stakes and stuff, and yeah. everything. You know, like they didn't get the hit, or they got struck out, or they hit a home run, yeah. and everything. It was massive. Like you'd follow the team for years. It's like, yeah, nice. I'm going to do that for basketball this year. Hundred nice. bucks a game. How many? <laughs> How many games are there in a season? Three hundred. Okay, cool. Yeah, easy, easy. Hundred bucks a game. Uh, yes, but do gamble responsibly. Um, I must. Yeah, I must stress that I am absolutely one hundred percent disappointed when I, when I win the bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not happy to win the bet. And the infiltration of those gambling. Because it, it got deregulated. Oh, it's it's yeah, just yeah. fucking everywhere now, and it's even built into the broadcast. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Who's the football player? Used to play for Bulldogs and. Um, Tigers as well did his leg really badly. Nathan Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he's doing the. You know, it's like he's part of the broadcast, and they cost yeah. him and stuff. And it's like it's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Well, his, uh, his broken leg killed oh, his, Terry career. Wallace's yeah. uh, coaching oh, career Terry as well. Yes. Right. That was his. That was sort of the linchpin of his Star, whole. Yeah. 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 His whole thing oh, at Richmond. I can still close blocked. my eyes and see yeah, that. Yeah, so I can I just legs don't bend that way. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no look, we do have a lot of input from the listeners. Oh yes, we do. Um, which have I you got thought it, you had open. I've got some. Yeah, yeah. No, I can get it really quickly. Can you? How quickly can you do it, Carl? This quickly. All right. So I've got. No, it resets the page. Oh. Oh, I'm not even honest. <laughs> like I've got to find our page again. Shall we pause? Oh, didn't you? Oh, did... I'm I'm opening it now, right now as well. Oh. I thought you had stuff as well. Oh, I do have another thing. Oh, I've got something. Well, you're so stoned. You don't know. You, can't, was, you don't even. You can't I, feel your legs. I forget what it was. It's another. <laughs> it's another crazy person in my neighbourhood story. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, have we heard? Of, we haven't heard. Of, uh, Dick Man's gone. I have not seen him, and it's okay. the weather for him to be sitting out on the front porch. Okay. You know, lovely days and things like that. Right. I am pretty sure he's dead, or he's. Upstairs, he's moved on, unable to move in his well, bed. Well, uh, uh, like you know, best wishes to you, Dick Man. Come out. <laughs> yeah, or. Not because you're not, dead. Because you're dead. Um, so there's a around the corner. There's a school, uh, Shalom Alekim, which is a Jewish school, and it has like a security guard and the cameras and all the biz. Um, and it has different security guards, and so the security guards do blockies, so they come right. sort of down my street at certain points and things. Oh, that's because there's a gate opposite you to the school, right? Yeah, for the car park. So yep. there's a car park across the road from my place for the for the school, and the school is parallel to my street to block over. Yeah, uh, and so they just do blocks. Um, and if I ever see them, I say hello and they say hello and things like that. Anyway, I'm walking down the street the other day and I see a security guard walking towards me. He's this big dude and he's got big red hair and a big red beard, big dude. And he's got like a cigarette in his hand. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so he's walking close to me and the wind's coming towards oh, me. I hate that. And, I can, and then I smell it and I was like, that's not a cigarette. Oh, really? Hello. It's smoking a joint. And so we get – and this because the wind's blowing, I'm probably about 10 metres away from him. So I get close enough to say hello and I look at him and I go, g'day. And he just has the biggest – he's like all rosy-cheeked and stuff. <laughs> he has the biggest grin on his face and he just gives me like a full stone nod and just goes, g'day. <laughs> and just giggles. The stone security And he's just this big – Giant guy, and he's like, G'day. <laughs> and then he just keeps walking. I was like, You've got this fucking dialed in, man. Oh, oh, he's man. the Seth Rogen of security <laughs> yeah. guards. He looked a little bit like that, like yeah. that kind of Seth Rogen type, but with kind of big, long red hair yeah. and, and a big beard. Just fucking, I was like, Because that must, I was thinking about it 
Is it better to be a security guard like that where you're bored shitless? Because nothing ever happens at those schools. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's on the one in a million chances something ever happens. Um, or, you know, be a bouncer at a nightclub where this shit's going to go down. Like yeah, what's, yeah. what's worse or what's better sort of thing. But he's just like. He just gets to walk around the block. It's stone. Is that security guard? Is he, does he work there all the time? No, or? I've never seen it. They, it's just, they're just um, like subcontractors. Right, right, oh, right. damn. Because I thought if you knew when his schedule was, you could just set up just weird. Weird things to happen. Installation art things for him <laughs> yeah, to walk past. Just him. <laughs> you know, he comes just... walking around the block and you're dressed in a giant banana suit. With a flute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Buckley. Bucknacker. Oh, you found it. Good. Yeah. Thank you. I, I've got it too. Oh, good. Uh, uh, what was the first film that you saw at the movies? Like a proper film. She said, mine was Raiders. Mm. Uh, I, I, I remember. I can't remember which ones were first, but the the ones I remember going to see at the movies uh, that were big family events, and I was excited, and I remember specifically going were um, E.T. Uh, uh, and yeah. Return of the Jedi Ooh. and um, Dark Crystal, but I don't know mm-hmm. which one was first and yeah. which one, but they were the three that I remember as big movie events that I went to when I was really like young, so... I remember the first film I went to at a drive-in. Yeah, uh, see, I think we went to the, we were going to the drive-in yeah. before we went to the movies. Oh, but I can't, yeah, but we, I can't really remember. My parents took me to see. Um, it was the Smurfs and the Magic Flute. Wow! And the movie after that was Octopussy. Oh. So it was the idea was your kids watch <laughs> yes, the, the kids yeah. one and then and they, they went go to sleep, sleep yeah. and the parents stay up and watch the adult one and that's what it was. Uh, yeah, Smurfs uh, and the Magic Flute and Octopussy because we yeah. had something like that that was like. It was a Disney film. It was like about an alien cat or something, or a cat that had some sort of. And then the movie after that was starring like starring some... Dean Jones, yeah. <laughs> like the actor, not the cricketer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one from the sh- Shaggy D. Shaggy. Oh yeah, D. yeah. Is his yeah. name Dean Jones? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and I can't remember anything about it. So I don't know if that qualifies because it's not a. I can't. I couldn't. Yeah. The name it, of at it. the actual cinemas, it was. I think it was like Empire Strikes Back and uh, um, Superman, like the OG Superman. Um and uh, BMX bandits like that wow. kind of stuff. Yeah, I saw all of them on VHS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and um, but yeah, before that, I think the first one I can remember seeing, like at a, a driving or a cinema, was Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I think it was one of those things. Maybe there was something before it, but that my memory only remembers me sitting in the back seat of the car, seeing that scene where the yeah. bug crawls in his ear yeah. right at the start, mm. just being horrified and terrified. Um, but yeah, I remember the first M-rated film I saw hello. at the movies with yeah. with my parents. Uh, it was Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, oh my god! Was with the your first? Parents. Yeah, with oh. my parents, and they're like, "Sure, you can come in and see this M-rated movie." And the first scene's all like, "Fuckity fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, 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 fuck," and I could see them shifting uncomfortably in their seat. But that was the first one where they went, "Yeah, you're you're old enough to come and see an M-rated movie." I saw uh, again some Disney ones that I can't like. One about a like a grasshopper that's trying to lead all the other bugs to a better garden or something like that. Right. I can't remember what it was called. The first one that I can remember was Flash Gordon. Because um, oh, well, yeah. we mum sent it. This is the thing. I was like, I don't know. Your parents have a long history of taking no, you to, just to showing you inappropriate things. Like just going, just sending us to the movies by ourselves. Because right. I remember one of the movies I can't remember the name <laughs> of. Um, she was going to send my brother and I. And, and then my brother did something stupid in a shop. And so- <laughs> She's like, you can't go. A good one. So then she just sent me to the movies by myself. <laughs> and I'm like six. Well, sitting in a cinema by myself. It's like, what what, what could possibly go wrong? Watching, I don't know. I'm a kid by myself. Watching <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas. Well, we- <laughs> <laughs> but the one that, yeah, so Flash Gordon. But the other thing was my mum sent us in and we walked into the wrong cinema. Because um, we're supposed to go see the Black Stallion. Right. And so we walked into the cinema and we sat down and then Queen kicks in and it's like, dom, 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 dom. And it was flash flashed. Yeah. And it's so loud. And we're like, oh my God. And then we're like, should we, should we go to the other and cinema? Like, and we're like, fuck no. Nah. And so we watched it. was fucking, I didn't realize how camp it was and how yeah, it was yeah. fucking ridiculous. No, I remember. We, we just thought it was the fucking best thing we've yeah. ever seen in our lives. And the music, I don't, yeah, we so hadn't good. seen anything or heard that. anything like that. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, I remember just thinking that film was unbelievably yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, again, that was during my VHS phase. And mm. we just used to watch that. I think my friend had taped it off the telly. Right. Um, and we just, uh, school holidays, we were like, let's watch Flash Gordon. I don't think Luke. I've seen that film for 20 years. And just yeah. being terrified when they had to stick that hand in oh, that Oh, yeah, log. yeah. And yeah. now you 
you watch it and you're like, ah, oh, what? <laughs> I mean, you're like, and, and I try, always try to remember that when when my kids are watching stuff about yeah. how how invested you get in just stuff and, that now yeah. you're just like, whatever. And because they like, don't understand narrative either, so they don't know that the heroes. Yeah, you know, they think midway through the movie the hero could die. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I've watched things with Alexander where he's stormed out of the room because he doesn't understand narrative. He's like. This is the worst thing. And he gets really angry and upset yeah. and stuff. And it's like, no, just. And by the end, he's like, that was so good. <laughs> but you got to talk. Lucky like it all worked it. out all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was really worried in the middle <laughs> section there when there were all those obstacles to overcome. Uh, and another one I saw was Raiders. That's the, probably uh, yeah. the other one that I remember. And I saw that in grade three uh, at a kid's party. And mm. so it was like, I was terrified. And that opening sequence, I found, I was like, I don't think I'm going to get through this movie. Yeah. And I'm just looking at my other friends and stuff going, I don't. I, I have to. St- I can't go. Like it's a kids' party. I can't leave. And just, Maybe that's like, why your parents started. Uh, why your mum started showing you full-on like films, films to toughen you up. Maybe because like word got back that you you were squeamish <laughs> during Raiders. She's like, what? I did love it. Did all the other kids? And yeah, like yeah, it was just Carl. He was like a real just- weirdo about it. And they're like, <laughs> uh, we've got to we've got to re- reset the bar. This snake's coming out of ske- skeletons' mouths and yeah, shit. Yeah, people's of faces well, melt. Yeah, the opening it? stuff. It's like, yeah, it was really scary. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Blade Runner opens, and oh. now that we're not recording on Thursday, I think we're going to use my Thursday morning slot to go see it. Well nice. done. See, that's this is a, this is one. I'd where... be curious if you go and see it if where you walk out. Yeah, because this is not a foregone conclusion. Yeah, and, and look, I've, real, I've realized because um, I've been thinking a lot about my walking out of cinemas yeah. and 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 thinking about about films that keep me interested. And there's like, and it is it's specific narratives. And I think the superhero narrative is specific, almost specifically designed to bore me at the end, where yeah. it's yeah. the hero versus the villain and they fight and bloody blah. blah. Yeah. Whereas because I was in uh, watching a, a heist film. Can't remember. Maybe um, uh, and it was fairly simple. It was it was, it was that recently. Oh, it was Lucky Logan. Oh, right, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just a very simple film. And I was thinking, is this going to bore me at all? And it's like the heist film is perfect for me not to get bored yeah. because it's like you want to. It's just. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion, but you want to see it play out. Yeah. Like, and you want to see how it plays out, and you want to see, you know, they 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 complete the job but but how do they get away with it? And there's always like a little twist, like mm. oh what? Um, and I, so I was thinking, it's like I. I I will never walk out of a heist film because yeah. I want to get the I want to get the com- the conclusion of yeah. that. Um, yeah, and so and so there are films where I'm like, depending on what the narrative is, uh, that I w- I'm not going to be bored because it isn't just building to this final set piece. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like whatever. But also, superhero movies are exactly like the comics, where it's like. These are stock characters. You can't kill these characters. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing bad. Yeah. You can have bad stuff happen, but they're always going to be okay again. Yeah. It's like when they killed off Superman, yeah. you know, 20 years ago. He was always coming back. Yeah. Because you can't kill Superman. He's fucking Superman. Yeah. Like you, that's, he's the thing holding up your company. And so, so yeah. Um, yeah. So I imagine Blade Runner will be fine. I just think it's one of those things where it's going to polarize people. People yeah. are going to go, that's shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, already. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. It's hard to it's hard to know what angle they're taking. I mean, the, the whole original Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, mm. it was open about what he was. I mean, yeah, I don't want to go into spoilers. But yeah. then having him in the in the next one makes you think. Well, well, then, he's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I'm like, are they going to play around with that a bit? They, they'll have to play yeah, around yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of questions. I just hope that ain't. Yeah, it's it's the opposite of Flatliners. When I heard that yeah. they were yeah, 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 yeah. Re- rebooting Flatliners, you're like, yeah, that's of course, no yeah. one's going to care about that. And then Blade Runner, like, oh, they could fuck this up. Yeah. Is it Ridley Scott directing it, or did they got I, someone else? I think it is. I would love if they got someone else to direct it, like someone good. I think it's produced by him. I think it is directed by someone else. I'll look it up. You keep asking. Me he's because I think he's massively overrated. Oh, I think he puts a together a nice film. He's made some good films, but he's also just. Um, he's got a touch of the George Lucas's about him where it's yeah. like people have stopped saying, um, stopped pulling him up on his excesses maybe. It's like Christopher, Christopher Nolan I think is a bit overrated. Oh, well. well, it's getting 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, it's getting massive. It's, well, that's a good they're sign. They're saying it's really good. Oh, that's like, good. It's huge. I mean, it's got the Goz. Two hours yeah, 43. That's a good sign. It's got Goz and Harrison Ford. And yeah. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. 94%. Uh, it is produced by, uh, it is directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, he directed The Arrival mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of other films that are like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. there you go. So, Carl's on board. I'm on board that, definitely. They, they did exactly what you said. Yeah. They got oh, someone good to direct and then, it. I didn't know that. The new Star Wars Star Wars film is... Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Rian. 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 Rian Johnson. Rian. Rian. Yeah, guys. Okay. It's Rian. It's Rian. Rian. 
I just want to So he did, he did Looper and yeah, yeah. Uh, Brick yeah. and it's gonna be I love swoop. Looper. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's awesome. Um, Brick's awesome as well. Reed Workman says, long time this no first time offer. Yeah. That's not true, Reed. Just because we, no, we, we often ignore your offers doesn't yeah. mean you haven't tried. No. Um, try, try again. As actors, are there any ethical boundaries that would stop you taking a job, i.e. the no campaign um, or, or some wankers come to you to do an ad and it's well paid, or One Nation wants you to do a uh, radio voiceover. Uh, and the follow-up, are there any jobs that you have taken and felt ethically icky about, but the job was worth it? So mm. there you go. So the first one... Are there any ethical... I've um, I've always... I don't go for auditions for like, you know, just, just the, the obvious ones like fast food. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think I got offered an uh, audition for Melbourne... Crown Casino, and yep. I went, no, nah, I don't do that. Yep. Um, but it's just a case of not going to the auditions, so did, you never get your offered agent, the job. Did, did your agent sort of sit you down at the start and say, hey, is there anything you will or won't do? Um, yeah, I, yeah, and I probably just outlined just the, you know, just the yeah. obvious ones that I'm yeah. sure there's a huge portion of your stable that say this exact thing, so yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I'm the same. And my agent at the start said, what do you not want to do? And I was like, well, McDonald's and all of that sort I of select. stuff. <laughs> I select. I fucking those guys. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's interesting having been the face of something. Yeah. Like there, there is that, that moment where you sit down and go, is this a service or a product that I'm happy to be a face of? And in case of I select it, it I mean, it's, it's a big company. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with big companies, there's always big evils as well. But generally the service that it provided was not a, a service that I, you know, that got under my skin or something like that. But yeah, having yeah, been... Yeah. Uh, but I, I felt I made peace with that very early. But um, if if it had been something, I think that I w- felt uncomfortable with over a lot uh, longer amount of time, particularly being something that is recognized, you're recognized yeah, yeah, yeah. for. Mm. Um, I think it would have eaten away at me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and they're also pretty good <clears throat> in terms of there are other companies out there that are like choosy and things like that, yeah. where they're just. They've been set up by a conglomerate of companies that are all run by one big conglomerate, mm. basically. So they're just spruiking their own stuff, which yeah. I select were actually. Oh, you had to pay them. Yeah, but they're also they were trying to find. They your were best trying deal. to do a good thing. They were trying to do a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So same with me. My agent sent me down and said, "Look, do you want to do these uh, these sorts of? These are the iffy ones." And, and I you said, like, "I don't want to do any ads, <laughs> and I don't want to do any acting, and I never want to act again." <laughs> yes, but I just want to be able to tell people I have an agent. <laughs> I'm an agent. I've got an agent. Uh, so I said, yeah. I mean, the standard I, ones, like you said. I do right? have an audition for a, a, a weird little sitcom set in a garage, Carl. Right. Can you at Britain's least go to that? Uh, Dermy's in it. Oh, okay. I do like Dermy. That, that charge in the 89 grand final on him is... Is there any chance well, I can infect you with chicken pox before you go to the audition? That sounds good. Okay. I just did. I did when he walked in the then room. they won't want to see me. What? They want to see me? Gosh. Oh, damn. Uh, but, a yeah, I mean, I look at people in those no campaigns, and for people overseas, again, there's the, the oh, yes, I, no. Speaking of the no campaign, can yeah. I say the weird thing about the that no TV ad is that one of the women in there – Reminds me heaps of Miria. <gasps> really? Yeah, like she comes on the screen. I'm like, Miria? I'm like, what's this ad? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, the, it's Oh, it's not Miria. And yeah. ooh, no, it's not Miria. <laughs> no, it's, it's Miria and they've just, you know, CG'd a little. All those actors have been slightly CG'd so you couldn't recognize them on the street. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I do wonder in those ads, like, why? I mean, I guess they're people that, I don't know. Like some of them is like, this is wrong. Like you shouldn't be doing yeah. this ad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how you're going to get work after this. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, a lot of those no campaign ones aren't actors, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're I like, imagine they're, they're campaigners. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like people who've been on their, you know, releasing things on their Facebook ch- pages and yeah, stuff, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and have gotten a bit of traction as kind of the faces of the campaign. And so then they've but been the used in the ads. The in those ads is so it's like it's I know like fucking, it's, it's like she's a witch, burn her. It's yeah. like you know, sixteen hundreds kind of shit. Yeah. Like just really? I want to be able to control what my kids learn. It's like yeah. it's not about equality at all. And it's it's, a, it's li- they're literally saying I want to be in control, and uh, I don't want them brainwashing into being gay. And yeah, like, yeah, just come on, seriously. It's like you know, how, you, can, how can we sell the no the no campaign? What if we didn't address Address the actual issue at all, and yeah, we addressed yeah. a whole lot of other, other issues yeah, yeah. unrelated to the campaign. Perfect, but perfectly so related to homophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so broken. Can we just play on people's fears? Oh yes, we can. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. All right, so I vote yes to that. Part two. What was part two to, the, to that one? Uh, are there any jobs stuff? that you have taken and felt ethically icky about? No. I'm just. I think probably. Um, 
I guess we probably it's all, more, most of I'd the corporate, corporate work we do. Stuff. Yeah, sometimes I mean we've been we, pretty lucky. We haven't had to. The big one we did at the start of last year that you were the MC of. I don't know if we should mention the company or no. Not. Oh, let's not mention company. Okay, a massive company. Yeah, uh, and you were MCing, and you got Jason, um, you got Rick and I in to do some stuff and things, and it was just. Rick has this idea of do you, can if you come out dignity neutral, yeah, then it's a win, yeah, and that was for me deep dignity. Oh uh, yeah, negative. I've done yeah, I've done gigs where I've signed up to MC or do things, and the gigs themselves are horribly run, and you end up doing stuff and saying stuff that you kind of find out about along the journey. But that gig was that gig was four days of hell. Yeah, and now the money was good for that, but it was also the amount of money they spent on that event, and they flew people in from Asia and yeah, everywhere, yeah. and they had all this stuff set up during the week and everything. Yeah. And it was like this is million, like at I least would, a million dollars, and that made me feel like shit. It was yeah. like I've said no to them since. Like they, they, they. I mean, we didn't have a great time as well, but they've come back to me since, right? With with good money offers right. to MC and I've said, I don't want to work for them anymore. Yeah. I don't want to work for that company. I don't want to work for the company that they, that organized it anymore. Oh, that I, was, that was shit. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so yeah, so I mean, the, shout out to them if they're this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, give us some work. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I put a lot of effort into one, getting that gig and two, making it the most, that are, uh, you know, the best that I could in the lead up and during the gig. Yeah. But it was horrible. And it was all for an awards night. Like <laughs> yeah. the whole, so they spent like a million dollars oh. just to pat each other on the fucking back. And it's yep. like, you could have done so much better mm. with yeah. this money. You could yeah. have, you know, had it half as big and given 500 grand to charity. Yeah. You know, like it was just. It was, it that, was insane. And that but, was my, because we work for companies and things, but that was my first insight to companies just being like excessively. Just fuck off. Yeah. Like just, it was a bank, an international bank. Yeah. Jason Raul. Wants to know, if you were a superhero, what manner of sidekick would you have? Well, I wouldn't have a young boy as my sidekick. Why not? Why not? Because it's just in this day and age, I don't think that's appropriate. Carl's voting no. Yeah, but I don't want my sidekick teaching me how to be... (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, I want to have uh, a sidekick. I don't care what gender it is. Uh, but uh, 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 no, no, not gender. Oh, you know, you've made your bed. The fact that it's a small boy, you made your bed. No, small boy. Oh, it's all small girl. It's not a set. It's it's. You want an adult? It's the. You want a grown? You want a grown? No one's asking you to have sex with your sidekick. No, no, but I wouldn't. I feel like you're planning to have sex with your sidekick. I feel like, and you want an, an adult. There's which a is whole good, narrative, but you don't have to have sex my, with your I'm sidekick. I'm just going to tell you what my sidekick is. It's a beautiful woman. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that maybe you'll have sex with. Perhaps, perhaps my superpowers come from us making love. <laughs> so, so your sidekick is just a battery. <laughs> This uh, is getting weird. <laughs> it's getting ugly. So we've we established that Carl should never have a sidekick. Okay. No, and my sidekick would be like some kind of alien, you know, like I like yeah. Kirk and Spock, things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah nice. The yin to your yang kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And you're psychics for ages and then you discover that the alien on their planet yeah. is a young boy. <laughs> you're like, oh, I thought you were fully grown. Oh, my God. Oh, I had one rule. Oh, shit. Because oh. oh, they're dirty. <laughs> I wish we hadn't had sex. Oh, why? Why? Oh. Um, Jason. Uh, my sidekick is, I want a sidekick that's full of moxie. Yes. Uh, and sass. Mm. Uh, that, that makes me laugh and diffuses situations a lot. Mm. Uh, but also one that is, will, will call me on my shit. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, in the moment, shake me by the scruff of my neck and slap me across the face and go, no, mm. look at this way. And, uh, and stop me just before, just before. I do something oh, ridiculous. So you're wild and crazy in there. So you're Kirk. Yeah. 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 So it's the same thing. It's the, yeah, yeah. It's, the it, it, it's it's that voice of reason, but I want a hilarious sidekick kick. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think yeah. we all want hilarious sidekicks. <laughs> well, Carl. <laughs> I mean, you guys are my sidekicks. I find you pretty amusing. Oh, we're your sidekicks. Oh, uh, yes, you are. <laughs> I'd like to have just an abstract sidekick. Oh. Like that no one would ever expect and right. no one even realizes I'm like just a, like a like a plastic bag blowing blowing in the wind <laughs> like, weird. like no one even knows but there's a there's a bag always floating next to me yeah and i'm like that's my sidekick just you, manage you want the american beauty of sidekick yeah, 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 yeah. something yeah. like that I, or, I want a talking dog i take it back <laughs> i want a talking dog. dog that's hilarious and slaps you in the yeah, face yeah, when you yeah. need it yeah and everything i said 
plus a talking yeah. that is oh, a talking dog. Good. Or I've got a pen in my pocket. That's my sidekick. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Does nothing. Or if I need to write something down, I'm like, ha <laughs> Time for my sidekick to come into there. And own. when you write, when you write with a pen, it writes what he wants to tell you, yeah, not yeah. what you want to see. Best sidekick ever. Yeah. You're in the middle of a fight. You're like, excuse me, I just have to write something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his uh, weakness is under his arm. <laughs> And um and then someone borrows my pen and I can't find. I'm like, my psychic's been kidnapped. <gasps> and, oh, so many hijinks to be had with my pen sidekick. And it takes a bullet for you and it just leaks ink into your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim Fishwick. Fishwick has offered a fact. Okay. Oh, Fishwick with the facts. Fishwick it's a, facts. It's a factwick. Factwick. Oh, this could become a thing. Jim Factwick. Factwick. Uh, so uh, the fact is, yeah, when two languages are competing in the same area. Dutch is the most likely to be the one to die out. So I, I imagine am, Dutch must be one of those languages competing. I am Otherwise, half it's never even there. Dutch, and it is an ugly accent. It is. A, it's. It's not a pretty language. Yeah, I mean, it's got. A, you feel the, like the accent is okay, but the yeah. actual. It's like a. It's so guttural. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a kind of uglier version of German. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's going to die out? Uh, I mean, it's almost dying out of Netherlands. Really, yeah, yeah. Like, most people speak English there. Yeah, yeah quite yeah. well. And they've um. Yeah, I think there is there is a thing about how they are sort of letting the Dutch language die out, mm. uh, and um, so I guess it, you know they are. So it's true, and it's if true. And if it's now in the Netherlands, it is a case of England, English, and and Dutch coexisting, mm. and then Dutch is 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 not long for this world. But when yeah. I was in Europe as well, they had um, I was I was teaching a workshop, and I had two people in that workshop, and um, I mean there was lots of people, not two people. I was quite yeah. popular. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I was really popular. Um, so we're teaching. I was teaching this workshop, and I said, "Look, if you want to break when you break into groups, if you want to talk in your own language to each other, yeah. go for it." And one of the women just started laughing. I was like, "What?" And she goes, "I can't understand her." And, and they're friends and things, and they have to speak English to each other. She lives like fifteen minutes away, yeah. and and because because the way Europe was settled, and no one moved for so long, you get your own dialect, yeah. and things like that. They live fifteen minutes away and couldn't understand each other when they spoke in their native languages. Really, the differences. Yeah, so they had to speak English, and so I think in the Netherlands, because it's such a small country, and you've got um, Denmark, Denmark just above it, and then you've got Germany and things like that. And yeah. Those languages are all bl- kind of blend and kind of similar. Um, that I think, yeah, it makes sense that they sort of lose those languages and English would become the one. Oh, and 20, 20 years from now, when we're doing our podcast, we'll check in with the Netherlands, see, <laughs> see how it's going. But I think you have to be like France and be fierce about the language. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like they the fight way. for the language yeah. and stuff. And Jason Rao also wants to know, aside from dismissmus, what do you believe should be deserving of a public holiday in Australia? Oh, I think well, it should be what's not a public holiday, yeah. like the fucking Melbourne Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand We've, Final Parade was a, was a public a holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mind that one. That's that's all right. <laughs> um, gives the event some gravitas. Um, but uh, you know what? I really have decided I would love is a surprise public holiday. Just like <laughs> I, think from a be, hat. I think. Yeah, I think the government. No, I think the government should have one. Um, each Just day. at the start of the week, they tell you. No, no, but like no, on the Sunday. Right. right. Um, cause, cause all public holidays, they're, they're set there. And so people plan for it. They know it's there. Like mm. they go away to their holiday houses. Yeah. They've got it all. Like it's in their mind. This is a public, this is a long weekend. Um, and so you're, ne- you're not expecting to go to work on the Monday. Um, and so it's all, it's all sort of, it's, it's, there's an expectation around it, but a lot of people, you know, they wake up, um, on Sunday, they're dreading going to work on Monday. Cause <gasps> it's like, <gasps> but what if like on Sunday afternoon? Yeah. That's Suddenly, good. their SMS texts get sent out statewide, like they do Tomorrow for fire off. alerts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like surprise! Yeah. Monday's a public holiday. Yeah. you get the day off, and everyone will be like, "Ah!" Oh, because oh. they haven't they haven't gone to their holiday houses. They haven't been thinking. I'm not on board. Oh, you oh, know really? why? Because every Sunday, mm? uh, about four o'clock, every the whole nation's going to be, be like, <gasps> the whole nation's going to be like, "I hope to." Oh, oh fuck, yeah, I've you're right. Go to work. And then there'll you're be right. riots in yeah, the street. Yeah. No, the, you know, every Sunday would be doubly disappointing. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh. And then people would go, fuck it, I'm taking Monday off. Yeah, anyway. And everyone would just call it. And the economy would crash. <laughs> well, maybe it's not... Um, Maybe it's what about if it's maybe it's just a random day drawn out of a hat at the start of the year, July twenty second. No, because is... then, I mean yes, I like that, but um, then you, people are planning for it. Yeah. I want one that you don't you, just, you don't know is coming. Okay, like, like it just it just happens. It just but maybe happens. it's just any day of the week. So, so it's like what you're saying, but it's just the text message. 
Yeah, yeah. But not on the Sunday. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. one day you wake up in the morning as a text message. Yeah, yeah. Or the day before. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I reckon the day before, yeah, like be. in the evening, so yeah. that you can so you you got the joy of going, Oh, I can sleep in tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like but it's just you haven't put in all plans in motion. You weren't expecting it. You're not putting it you're not pinning it on one hour of the week, four PM on a Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, because you're right, you're absolutely right. Every Sunday you'll be like, Maybe, maybe, maybe it's gonna hope be so. oh. Whatever what happens if I'm a casual worker and that's one of the few days that I get a proper a, fucking job in a week and that that's gonna mean I can't pay my bill for something too bad yeah yeah I mean look there's downsides there's downsides <laughs> to public holidays always, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs <laughs> yeah. I would part like of the public st- holiday is everyone gets compensated yeah that's yeah. right everyone gets compensated if you're gonna work you you, you get compensated awesome yeah. cool that's good uh, I would like to see a, everyone gets money Australia Day move to be more inclusive. Oh, that's for, an ongoing. Yeah. I know. I mean, that's an ongoing but I think yeah. if there's one public holiday, that would be it. So it's more inclusive. And maybe uh, move that Australia Day to a, a date that is more significant for Indigenous Australians. So white Australia can learn about that. But I, I guess if we move Australia Day to that, it's still just going to be about the hottest it's, 100 and barbecues and, <laughs> and whatever. So maybe an additional... Um, an additional public holiday that focuses specifically on on our cultural history. Nice. In yes, Australia. we do need we do need some indigenous uh, specific public holidays. Yeah. So, like, let's let's get the the listeners mobilised to well, make that happen. Yeah, and let's go to the indigenous people and find out what they. They don't get a say. No, we decided. We three white middle class <laughs> Australian men have decided. They need this. Indigenous people need a holiday. Yes, and we'll decide when and where and why. This day is very offensive to us. What? <laughs> Shut up! It's after the grand final and before Melbourne Cup. It's perfect timing. Perfect. <laughs> Who wants to be my sidekick? <laughs> oh god. Oh. Um. Let's burn through a couple more Ooh. while we're running. I mean, we're getting close on time, but you know. Let's get through. People made the effort. Yeah, Jason Raul. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of stripes. Should they be worn vertically or horizontally? See, everyone thinks it should be vertical to make yourself look slimmer, but science says horizontally. Why? What, why, what is science trying to tell us? I don't know. Why are they saying? It's something the What's way your eyes work it? when they see the things. It's actually more slimming oh, it's more to wear slim- horizontal stripes. Well, there you go. Yeah. But I guess also stripes can only do so much. Yeah. Really? I if, think you, that's, if you're a giant person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still look like a giant yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. Like that security dude who was really big. Yeah. His whole security thing was like black and white stripes. Sure he wasn't a referee. Possibly. Yeah. He did blow a whistle and said, <laughs> and pull over, <laughs> yellow card. <laughs> you're offside. You're off. I said, you're stoned. It's <laughs> red, um, card. red card. <laughs> and now Jason Rowell, the final thing uh, I think from Jason Rowell that he wanted to know, and I want to see if, Carl, you can do this. He yes. wants you to hold your open hand, palm facing you, about six inches away from your face. Inches? What the? What the about six uh, inches. I'm going to videotape no, this. Not that much. No, that's not. That's about an, an inch. That's, that's, that's about an inch. So yeah. you want six of those. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I know what six inches is. I'm going to videotape this. What is it living in 1965? So after we put the episode up, I will put this video in the, um, cool. in um, the comments. Now he wants it six inches away from your face. Yep. Stare at it for 10 seconds yep. and then rapidly try to slap yourself. Um, so you're going to stare at it for 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Try to slap yourself rapidly. <laughs> Is no, that right? And he wants to know, were you able to stop yourself or get out of the way in time? And I think the answer to both of those was yes. I seriously went into a flow state and just went to the toilet. <laughs> came, came back. Um, I, but you're very skilled. Maybe I'll try that. it. Okay, you try it. All right. 10, 9, 8, 7. I'll count. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, I think we can agree. Uh, Carl's got more skills than me. Carl's, Carl's flow stated. <laughs> I don't get it. I still don't get it. Even though you hit yourself, but maybe I still if, don't get it. Maybe if you didn't know that you had to slap yourself. <laughs> um, maybe if, if I just read it out like, and you had no idea what it was, and I said, and then stare went, at it, and I went, try to slap yourself really bad, and you just, like, if your mind just tried to do the orders. Oh, and I just but, did it immediately. Because you're mentally prepared, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, in gonna 10 seconds, this. I'm going to try to yeah. slap myself. Who just, knows? Because you just, don't slap yourself. Well, I'm not slapping myself right now. And you I'm, look like you're fanning yourself. I am. Because Carl's crazy. having a hot flush. Because there's a ripple off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can think we can all agree that was quality podcast content. And, yes. and, and our first video content. Oh, no, we've had video content oh, before. Mate, we've had so much yeah. video content. Oh, mate. Oh, my God. We're oh, like fuck, a ch- mate. We're like fuck. 
Channel 10. Uh, and I think that's... Uh, look, we're, we're done. We're dusted. We are. Yeah. We've, we've, we know the questions. We've, we've done. Yeah, everything that we've wanted to accomplish in this Sweet. episode, we have accomplished. Bang. Jason, look, full apologies. You were you were there for us uh, through thick and thin. Oh, look, I, think it, I yeah. think it took a bit of chiding at the start just to <laughs> shake me out of my cage. Just Where were your sidekick? What are you doing? <laughs> slap, slap. Yeah. And then you're back on board. <laughs> Um, so, look, was that episode 157? I think it was. I think, I think it was 157. I think it was. 157. I can say it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just cut this bit to the start. Nice. I feel like we've been in the 150s for a long time. It does almost sometimes, like, like that. Sometimes you, you, you race her. Like, I can't remember being in the 130s. But now, I feel like, have we always been in the 150s? Well, because we blitzed, because when we did the quintuple down... We got yeah. into the 150s and then there was like five weeks or four weeks where we didn't That's do a podcast. Is. So we've been just That's sitting what there yeah. doing nothing for mm. ages. We have been in the 150s for it's, ages. It's, yeah. it's distorted. We've been messing yeah. with our space-time continuum. Like we flowed. We came out of hyperspace and then we were just like yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of that, uh, there's the new Star Trek on, on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, yes. We're going to have to we'll put, stick a pin in that. Yeah, Has anyone? I haven't watched I've it watched yet. I'm, f- two, I'm two episodes. I'm two, two episodes. I am also two episodes. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. it's okay. I, mean, I, think, I think it's a good show, but yeah. for, uh, some of the decisions they've made raise a lot of questions. Yeah, and I'm like, I feel like you could have done this in a way where I wasn't asking all these questions. I yeah. was just 100 percent on board. But, but good questions that might get answered. Later? Just by, look, look, oh, now we're talking about it. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, basically, the fact that they've where they've set it in the timeline raises a lot of questions. Oh, about okay. about. Because I think it's it's set in the timeline of like seven years before the original series. Right. Oh shit! Really? But a lot of the technology that they're using, I'm like, they don't oh. have this technology seven years from now. What right. the fuck happens? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and this whole race of people doesn't look like this seven years from now. What's going on? But maybe all these questions get answered. Right. I don't know. It, it, it feels like they've said it. If they just said it five hundred years. Yeah. After all the other episodes, yeah. I wouldn't be asking any of these questions. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, fine, this, that's great. So I don't know why, but again, maybe it'll all become clear. But it just doesn't make sense to me where they put it in the timeline. Okay, cool. But take that out of the equation, which they should have done yeah. by setting it 500 years in the future. Um, it's it's good. Yeah, I like cool. it. Yeah, awesome. It's cool. Yeah, the first two episodes kind of round out in its own narrative. Kind of feels like a little movie. Yeah, uh, kind of prequel to the series. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's okay for me. There's some questions around characters that I don't want, I won't talk about because it'll spoil things. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'll I'll be back to watch more. But I, 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 because I'm so used to binging now, I'll leave it a few weeks and then watch a yeah, few in a row. Yeah, it's FYI, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to wait till it's there. Uh, and because the, f- uh, yeah, the first step kind of finishes and you're just like, what, what, what? And so uh, I think they popped the first two up at the same time, or at least I caught the first two at, in one go. So yeah, I'll be doing, doing that as well. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, fuck. It was about watching something. Oh, Kirby Enthusiasm is back. Oh, what? what? Yeah. After uh, so they finished season eight three years ago, right? And they've made season nine. Uh, it's on Foxtel now, right? Um, uh, to, again, it's just one episode at a time. Uh, but I watched uh, I watched uh, the first episode of season nine last night, and oh man, it's good to be back. It's good. <laughs> you know, Larry David seems to be having a lot more fun being Larry David in this season. Like, right. like he's just you can tell that they're enjoying making this after a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after kind of eight seasons, they're all back. They're all having a great time. And it's as cringeworthy as it ever was and hilarious. Now, I've rarely um, watched that show. Right. Is it worth me going back and go- doing it? I think I think it's one of the greatest shows ever because right. it's got that mix of Seinfeld with the the I've, social awkwardness and like the, the office yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, but it is like it gets hard to watch sometimes mm. because it's like he he can be awful yeah. and the situations like make you cringe. Uh, but I love it. I, it's one of my favorite shows ever uh, because I often feel like that when I'm walking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things that drive him crazy, and I feel like. He's my spirit animal sometimes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was really awesome. it was really great to be back watching Curb. Nice, um, cool. All right, well, uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back again next week with one five eight. Uh, please tell a friend. You can find us on Patreon. You can buy some stuff uh, by hitting the shop now button on our Facebook page. Please subscribe to that. You can buy uh, our uh, dismissal mugs. You can buy our R S Delong. Beautiful artwork for the show, uh, so or a picture of of our mugs that you can put on a mug. Uh, so thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye.
Mama loves a salad. Shred my wheat picks. Holy I, I need a better catchphrase. <laughs> Just use mine. It's the best. <laughs>